Super Talk Mississippi media production. Celebrating the people who make coastal Mississippi a great place to live, work, and play. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by the South Mississippi Boat Show, Friday, April 29th through Sunday, May 1st. And by AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. Uh, I always enjoy that conversation with Jeff Duncan. We're lucky to have access to him. Such a dynamic time for both the Pelicans and the Saints. It's great to have an insider like Jeff to really check in with. Uh, hey, listen, uh, I've been talking a lot about this conservation trust fund that was passed in the Mississippi legislature this past uh, legislative session. And there's a group of, that we call them the core group, a group of, uh, of people who've been deeply engaged in this. Frankly, there's a core group, but then there's there's hundreds of others that hope that this was happening, including legislators and whatever. And I sent them a the note the other day, and I, this is what the note, I just ran across this great quote from Rachel Carso, and it says this, those who dwell among the beauties and mysteries of the earth are never alone or weary of life. I love that because it's just a great reminder about how important uh, the natural resources, you know, the, our ability to enjoy the outdoors in, all across Mississippi, how important that is and what it does for us. You know, I was reading just a few minutes ago from uh, a book I have, it's Ernest Hemingway on fishing. And uh, he was at this one point, this really funny section where he talks about when he's fishing, his thoughts go in places that you would never want into, a, you know, never wanted to, to put into a paper somewhere. <laughs> and then he says, uh, but it's mostly about the fish, but it is a great opportunity to to never be alone or weary of life when you're enjoying the outdoors. And that's why the Conservation Trust Fund was so important. And I sent it to the group, and they all you know, gave a high five back and said, you know, that's what it's all about. I want to invite my friends Ed Penny from Ducks Unlimited and James Cummings from Wildlife Mississippi into the conversation. And first of all, I'll just say good morning to you. How you doing, guys? Doing great. Good to be on the show. Good morning, Ricky. Great to be here again. Thank you. So I just want to do a little reflection. Uh, now that the session is completely behind us, what we have now is a trust fund. We don't have a dedicated funding source, and that's part of the kind of this, uh, as the lieutenant governor explained to me in the in the fog of the final moments of the legislature, what was supposed to be twenty million turned out to be ten million. But we're you know we're not you know we're not going to be choosy at this point. We've got a conservation trust fund now. We can stand something up. We've got ten million dollars to go seek uh, matching funds. The reason we've been so high on this is because the federal matching funds that are available to us are very significant. But um, but you know we've got something now, James. We've got something to work with. And next year we can refine it. The Lieutenant Governor has said that he's committed to fully funding it next year. And uh, we're moving in the right direction now. That's that's what's important now, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we this is a great start. You know, we, we I'm really excited about, you know, the authorizing legislation that we have. It sets up a great board. It includes several wins that both Ed and I and you have talked about over the last couple of weeks, and that's private lands and nonprofits. Uh, you know, we didn't get as much money as, as we anticipated. Uh, it's, it's not a dedicated source, but hey, you know, I'm proud Mississippi's not last anymore. We've got a great start and we've got a lot to build upon. Yeah, I don't fully understand the whole 2010 thing, but what what I understand is that Lieutenant Governor wanted to use one-time money, 20 million, and then 
the house wanted to use uh, reoccurring money. And and what I would have done, if I, of course, then, you know, in the spirit of negotiation, and I don't want to hammer anyone because, you know, the reality is we landed in a good place. We've got a bill now. We've got a trust fund now. We've got a board to oversee it. And big wins, as you pointed out, on non-governmental and private lands. Um, but if I were in the house, what I would have said is, let's put the $20 million in <laughs> because it's not reoccurring anyway. We don't have a dedicated funding source. We'll have to come back next year. And here's the reason I'd have done that. I'd have done it because as we've talked about so many times before, we're leaving somewhere in the vicinity of $40 million on the table every year in federal matching funds. And so if we, you know, having $10 million less means so much less in potential matching funds. So, and it could be more than that, couldn't it, James? Absolutely, and you're you're exactly right. And and we've we're been leaving that much on the table, but since the passage of the infrastructure bill, you know, it's a lot more than that. I mean, it's the tune. I mean, five hundred billion to to fifty states. That's ten billion per state. We've got to figure out how to get that to Mississippi and put it to good use. And I know Ed's thinking of good ideas. The Nature Conservancy thinking of good ideas, but we're still going to be suffering in terms of match. So. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what's and that's the that's if we'd have had twenty instead of ten, then we would have been able to stand it up. The thing that was frustrating during the process, and this is, we all stayed very much focused on the fact that we're leaving federal funds on the table, watching our other, all other states in the southeast except for Louisiana, we're watching them turn you know 20 million into 100 million and, and do incredible innovation, and in, as it relates to outdoors enjoyment. And Mississippi kept having projects we wanted to do, but we couldn't find the the matching funds to get the pull the project down. And that's been really frustrating, hasn't it? It has been frustrating. And we know there's so many needs on our public lands and also on private lands across the state. And, you know, we are pleased that this program is available across the entire state. And I want to make that real clear to, to you and your listeners that that this isn't just for duck projects. This isn't just for the Mississippi Delta. This is for coastal Mississippi, it's for East Mississippi, it's for Tunica County, it's all over the state that we know projects will come from. And we want to make sure that folks out there understand that this is now going to be available because we do want to leverage those dollars for things like trails, for things like water access, for things like habitat improvements. All kinds of things can be funded by the program and we want to make sure that that, that folks understand that. And that's the only way that that i think that we will get more funding is that we demonstrate the success of this program and believe you me the program establishment and first year funding is the first step we're not done yet we're not walking away from this because we want to get stuff done we want to show our legislators and our elected officials that that they can commit to more funding because this is popular and that this is doing things in their districts and in their counties you know, and James, and I, that's a great point. Ed. And James, one of the things that's so powerful, though, and one of the reasons we felt so strongly about the non-governmental organizations, having them included, is that you guys have the ability to look outside the state of Mississippi and see some of the projects that are happening, see the successes that are happening. And if we just left that up to governmental entities, they might miss something. So the the bottom line is we want to have as many stakeholders at the party as we possibly can so that so that we can have the best ideas and have it be competitive and try to we have to make sure this first year is is knocking it out of the park, don't we? 
Absolutely. I mean, look at the states around us, like Arkansas. You know, I mean, you were talking earlier. I mean, this is the live, work, and play bill. I mean, how can we take our natural resources and make Mississippi a better place to live, work, and play, and raise a family? And that's what this is all about. It's it's really exciting, and you've like yeah we've had shows about this, but you've you've literally written the book on the importance of having a total conservation effort. In other words, doing private and public land, and why that's important. But you cannot do a conservation effort, a true conservation effort, unless you look at all land, right? Absolutely. Like what Ed was talking about earlier, you know, looking at a diverse, a comprehensive plan, you know, how could, you know, obviously, you know, between the Delta, the hills and the coast, we've got so much opportunity, public lands, private lands. How can we improve our private lands so runoff going into the Mississippi Sound is better for our seafood industry and produces better quality seafood? So really looking at this holistically, I think, is absolutely the ticket. And And I really appreciate the legislature recognizing that. Yeah, I, th- I thought about like things like in, in increasing the, the amount of right of way, for example, that it, that you know that people would have to get make their way to public land, or it could be reef projects along the coast, or any number of other things that we haven't even thought about yet. Because I think what's going to happen is that great ideas are going to start to emanate, and we're going to and and what the board is going to be forced to do is have to decide, I and mean, what they're going to see. And I think this is one of the things, Lieutenant Governors. At least focused on that's that's the good news is really focused on that that we're going to end up with a lot of really good projects that we cannot fully fund, and it's going to create a bit of a compelling case for action for the next legislative session. You see that, don't you, Ed? I do, and and you know, coastal Mississippians travel the entire state. They know that the things that happen in North Mississippi impact the Mississippi Sound, like James said, and you know, we want to make sure that folks understand and I, and I say our state legislators in particular that that this is it's safe to support conservation it's safe to support the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund because it will benefit their area and and like you said folks are going to have to make decisions and leveraging other dollars is so important that we maximize a return on investment from the state government, from the state legislature and the state budget. And we want to make sure that that projects benefit the most people, uh, whether it's public or private. There are public benefits that we see on private land through water quality, through habitat for wildlife and fish. All these things are going to be considered and it will uh, it will require some decisions. And we want to make sure that it's done in a in a transparent and defensible way based on sound science. And and we have spent a lot of time as a conservation community trying to figure out what works the best. And we know and we hope that those projects will get funded successfully. There's no there's no doubt about that. We're doing sort of a final, like a debriefing, so to speak, of the legislative session that just uh, just ended. And we do have now a conservation trust fund, something we've talked about for the last couple of years here on Coast View and on my show, Super Talk Mississippi. Uh, excuse me, Super Talk Outdoors. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue that part of the conversation. I want to I want to appeal to uh, those senators who voted present. Um, I, I'll tell you, I'm a little disappointed. I'll explain why when we get on the other side. See you after this. You can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to the final segment of Coast View. I have Ed Penny, who's a director, director of policy in the southern region for Ducks Unlimited. And, uh, and then my good friend, James Cummings, who's, who's literally nationally known for his work in conservation. He's a hell of a writer. And uh, we're lucky to have him here in the state. And he, he's the executive director for Wildlife Mississippi. Um, hey, listen, guys, I was mentioning to you, I was a little disappointed with some of the senators who voted present. And at least two of them who were involved in the process. I'm not going to mention names. I'm not trying to call anybody out. But I am. A, they know who they are, and I'm just appealing to them. Two of them said that, that the adjustments were made to the committee that's going to be reviewing the projects that the Senate wanted to see. If those adjustments were made, they'd vote for it. And they still voted present. And I was I, I was very confused by that. Uh, both of them, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, both of them, uh, I think, are outdoors. Well, at least one of them sent me a note and said how much of an outdoorsman he is. And then then uh, then another coast legislator who voted president, I'd send him a note personally to say I'm so disappointed because on something like conservation in this state, when we're trying to lead, we're trying to maintain our status as the capital of the outdoors in the in the in America. Uh, when you love the outdoors, in this case, he does, and you vote present on a bill like this, you won't be able to say to your kids and your kids' kids that you voted for that, that you helped establish that. And I, I'm not I'm not trying to pound them about it. I'm just simply saying we had passed and it's all behind us now. But what I would say is on in the future, get focused on this. This is important to this state. It means it means tens of millions of dollars over several years. And it means the opportunity for us to maintain our position. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. But you know, James, you have anything kind of smoldering on you as it relates to this, this session? Well, you know, back on your comment there, I remember, you know, Senator Cochran, you know, spent a lot of time putting together programs that are that are well funded, good conservation programs. And he always said both conservation and conservative have the same Latin roots. And his job was to figure out how to do both. And I think that's exactly what this 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 legislation is. It's it's a, it's about trying to do both. And, you know, yeah, I was disappointed as well at some of the folks that voted president or, or nay, you know, but maybe we got a little bit better job ahead of us in terms of trying to show them next year why this is, is very much needed, how it can benefit the coast, how it can benefit hunters, anglers. And, 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 and as, we, as the opening in the show is better making Mississippi a better place to live, work and play. Right. No, exactly. Add anything kind of, uh, you know, on your mind as it relates to this. Yeah, I think that we're happy that so many people voted for this bill. Uh, the House was almost unanimous. The Senate, uh, very, very supportive. And that would not have happened without so many folks around the state talking to their state legislators about why this mattered to them personally. Uh, I look forward to this being the floor of support, uh, you know, we're not walking away. We're going to keep talking about this because it means so much to our state's economy. It means so much to, to our way of life. And it's a safe thing to support. And it shouldn't be controversial when we're talking about outdoor recreation and, and habitat conservation. You know, DU, I want to see projects going on the ground. I don't really care what the board looks like. Let's get that done and move on so we yeah. can get this money spent and get it spent in a fair and transparent way that benefits the state. So I'm ready to rock and roll. What would you add to that, James? 
that's hard to add anything to that. Uh, uh, no, I think Ed really summed it up well. Let's 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 get a good board. Let's make sure we're very transparent. Let's put every penny on the ground uh, to to make Mississippi a better place. And 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 I think at the end of the day, you know, we want this to be the example of of how to go about spending not only Mississippi dollars, but how we how can we better attract federal dollars uh, and and put them on the ground, as Ed said, to the to the service of everyone in the state. Well, the proof will be in the pudding, and I do think that there's nothing. Oftentimes, there's nothing clearer than actually seeing it actually get implemented, the, the seeing the projects that roll out of this. And so, but you know, there'll be some substantial work done between now and the next legislative session, and we'll be able to kind of roll into that with, okay, we're not talking about theories anymore, guys. We're, you know, this is this is what we're able to fund. This is what we're not able to fund. These are the kind of projects we're talking about, and I, you know, again, I think. You you know, come, Ed, you said it. You said it well. I mean, in the House, uh, two years ago, 117 to two. This year, 117 to four. That's a representation. Uh, and it, I, I mean, again, did really well in the in the Senate. I don't want to take that away from the Senate, but the fact is, we we. It seems like the kind of bill that should have 100 percent bipartisan support, and has a lot of bipartisan support. Obviously, or would not have passed. But when we talk about outdoor recreation in states, to is is why one Mississippi, which is incidentally the new state song for for Mississippi by Steve Azar, it's why one Mississippi is so important. It's the one time when, you know when we're in the outdoors. That's the one time we can be together. We can set all our po- political differences aside and and do it together. And investing in our outdoors is probably one of the most solid things we can do. So anyway, listen, guys, I, it's a short session together, but I I, I didn't want to move too much for much forward without you know circling back and and thanking you two and and the core group of people who were involved in this. And I appreciate you being willing to kind of give us one last little whatever next year next. Time, we're going to be talking about, you know, boots hitting the ground. So I look forward to that. Thank you, Rick. You always great to see you and hear you. Thank you, you Rick. On the show. Uh, you did a great job. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. It was, it was terrific. Have a great weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.